Hello and welcome to the Sustainable Food and Drink podcast, a series that asks how food and agriculture can achieve impact against the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. This podcast is brought to you by Lumen Intelligence Sustainability, a subscription service for industry, governments and NGOs that explores how to achieve closer alignment with the SDGs with a focus on cocoa, coffee, tea and palm. I'm Oliver Nyberg, a market analyst for Lumina Sustainability, former editor of food and drink industry publications such as Confectionery News. In this edition, I speak to Saka Warren, Secretary General of the World Cocoa Farmers Organization, the WCFO, and Michel Arion, Executive Director of the International Cocoa Organization, the ICCO. Last week, the governments of Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana moved to address what the President of Ghana called a manifest injustice a $100 billion chocolate industry where less than 6% of the value goes to the hard work of farmers who often live in poverty. The governments have jointly proposed a minimum price of $2,600 per tonne and have suspended forward sales for the 2020-21 season until this floor price is implemented. Cocoa prices are notoriously volatile and declined steeply in 2017, only going above the 2600 mark once in the last three years. So... This is surely good news for farmers. The move has been welcomed by the likes of Fair Trade, but how does the ICCO feel about it? And moreover, what do farmers think? WCFO, with 800,000 members who are smallholders or farmer groups, wants the governments to reconsider. I asked its Secretary General why. Yeah, um, we, we all agree uh, that farmers um, should receive. Um, a better price. It's only we we also appreciate the idea that the government um, are trying to to find a way to to make this happen. Um, but we 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 believe that um, this should not be something uh, to be done by by the government. Um, um, it should be something that farmers um, should be part of it, and of course um, um, play the the driving role. Why weren't farmers in, involved in, in these discussions? I mean, and is it that the WCFO wasn't involved or were cocoa farmers not involved altogether? I, I cannot give a reason why they were not involved. But, but what I can say is, um, and you, I think you also have seen the, the decision on the, those who were involved. So um, based on that, um, the farmers were not invited um, um, normally, WCFO was not invited, and not just um, farmers, but we also think um, um, other organizations such as the ICCO could have been part of um, such discussion and decision. But I mean, when, when communicating this this minimum floor price, the the Ghanaian government, at least, has, has suggested that. It's for the benefit of cocoa farmers. I mean, it says that cocoa farmers earn just, you know, just under 6% of the global value chain of the, of the industry. So, I mean, wouldn't that suggest that this would help farmers get a better share? I fully agree that um, a farmer's income is very, very important. And, and as farmers' organization, we see that as a, something serious in 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 our um, in advocacy, so but there is uh, maybe um, depending on how people um, will see um, this issue of price, um, we, we we believe that farmers um, um, should be the ones to to to, to, to communicate um, with their partners um, on what um, what price uh, should they sell their, their their crop, 
and, and we don't think uh, the idea of having a ceiling and fixed ceiling um, 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 should be the answer. Um, and we also know that we have problems such as how is that ceiling going to get to the farmer? So um, we are not only talking about uh, increasing the, the price or making a ceiling, and the, what we are much concerned is how do the farmers um, get um, that money? Because uh, make no mistake here, uh, we're talking about cocoa. And when we talk about cocoa, we're talking about a crop that is being produced by individuals. So when um, the farmers are the ones producing the crop, so this ceiling of, um, um, as we know now, um, 2,600, um, that has been proposed by the government, and who is going to have this money? So you see, these are all the, some of the things that we think that it should be much more a broader discussion with farmers taking the active role as this has to do with what they produce. I mean, th there's a suggestion that this added money could help to fund rural investment do you do you not see that as as a positive or do you fear that that money will will not go towards that so um i think again i i i, I respect other people's opinion but our opinion here is we're talking about cocoa crop so a, a farmer who produces um the cocoa um to sell this um, ceiling that the government is proposing of 2,500 should not be um, um, an amount of money to be to be spent for uh, infrastructures, but it should be a money going to the farmer. For the farmer is a business person, and that that amount of money should be the income for the farmer, but not a um, 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 money to be in, to be to be used to invest in infrastructures in the country or of producing countries. But, 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 but I mean, won't this allow um, farm gate prices as as they currently are to the protection will allow uh, a more consistent farm gate price than we've seen over the uh, over the last few years? So isn't there some potential that farm gate prices could also rise? Yeah, I, I, I hear this a lot of times um, about farm gate price and actual price. Um, see, that is where I, I believe there is a lot of confusion here or, or what we think, and that is where the problem lies. So we, we're talking about cocoa farmers who are entrepreneurs. So um, um, the, the farm gate price, um, when it comes to our view, it is not something that we will be discussing about. Um, the farmer has, has a right to get um, the floor price that we, we're talking about now. Uh, because um, that amount that has been paid as a floor price is being paid um, for uh, uh, the, the cost of cocoa that the, that, that the industry uh, or industry partner buys from the farmer. So um, 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 you see, these are some of the things I uh, and we keep on saying that uh, we need reform because um, we, we, the, the, the difference of farm gate price and, and the ceiling price or the wealth uh, price um, and we don't see it. We know that farmers are the business people who produce what they have produced and have to sell it. So why should they have the farm gate price and not the, the, the actual price? Do you actually see it as realistic that cocoa farmers would receive that entire 
floor price and not a farm gate price. In Cote d'Ivoire, cocoa is the, the top export, $3.8 billion in 2017, the 37% of exports in, in, in value. So, I mean, it's a lot of money for the governments to give up, which it would hopefully be investing in rural infrastructure. So, I mean, how likely is it that governments would give up more value of a crop that helped drives their economies? So I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you, you use that word, a crop. So, um, and when we talk about a crop, a crop is something that has been produced by individuals and not government. So yes, of course, the government has, has a right to come up with regulations that give them the possibilities to take taxes from the farmers. So, um, but um, not that the government um, should um, decide on amount of money to be paid to the farmer, no. Um, and that is why we are saying um, that it is important that this dialogue, um, a dialogue should be open um, as soon as possible that will include um, um, all, stakeholders, all relevant stakeholders um, and to find a way to reform the, 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 the sector because, um, again, I keep on saying that this is, we're talking about cocoa crop and cocoa crop is not a natural resources um, that is going to be used for generating national income. Yes, of course, farmers also have a right to pay taxes from what they earn, but that should be um, deducted from their income and not to be um, um, for them to receive what has been reduced from their income. But do, do you think you could, your group could support this decision on a minimum floor price if the governments involve the WCFO in the next round of discussions? So we, we, we think, um, as, as, as you, may, uh, you must have known, that um, our goal is for the better for um, our members, who are the farmers, millions, and also um, um, because when the farmers are better, then they will also improve the economy of their countries. So um, yes, of course, we, 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 we have in place what we call a roadmap that we are working um, for, I think, about um, one and a half years now. And this document is going to be finalized and put public uh, by September. Um, and in this document, we have um, 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 clearly um, put in place the possibilities that um, um, stakeholders such as governments can get involved and, 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 and get their taxes. And of course, the farmers will also have the opportunity to, to, to manage their business as, as, as uh, independent business people. So yes, we have um, an idea on how we think this can work for the both sides. You also issued a, a press release and, and you said in the, the discussions where uh, about the floor price that you were concerned that the International Cocoa Organization, the ICCO, um, whose members are other cocoa consuming and producing countries was, was not in, invited. Um, why do you see that as, as an issue? Yeah, we, we, we raise a concern um, regarding to that because, as you know, um, this decision was being taken by two countries, um, in this case, Kudubwa and Ghana. And, and as I believe you also know that we're talking about cocoa crop, that we have a lot of countries who also produce. So, um, and that is why we think such decisions should be taken in a level that has to be with um, where our um, producing countries are participating. And in this case, we think, we think, um, um, ICCO could have been the best platform to to use to address and such um, decision. 
So um, as a result, um, we realized that ICC was also missing, and just as the farmers were missing, and that is why we think um, it was not a, a good idea not to include um, ICCO and other producing countries, including farmers. I understand that there will be a follow-up meeting to discuss how the floor price will be implemented in, in early July. Would WCFO and its members, would, would you like to be a part of these, these discussions? And if so, what will, what will you bring to the table in these discussions? Yeah, we, we, we think, um, as, as we keep on saying, that it is not as, um, that farmers are, are pleading to be, to be part of um, these discussions. But we think it is their right to be part of these discussions, and that is why we say yes, we, we are ready and we will be attending this, this meeting to share our ideas on how we think we can work together with government and industry um, to make the sector more inclusive and transparent and, of course, sustainable. Michelle Arion became Executive Director of the International Coke Organization in October 2018. The ICCO is a member organisation for cocoa-consuming and producing countries, but was not part of Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire's floor price discussions. I asked him what the ICCO makes of the floor price and why it and farmers were not part of the talks. Well, it's, a, it's an issue that we have discussed extensively uh, two months ago in uh, our last council meeting in April in Abidjan. Um, within the framework, actually, of the, um, the establishment of our next strategic action plan for the, for the next five years. And uh, the overarching objective was clearly to improve the farm gate price and, the, more, more globally, the living income of, of the farmers. So the recent um, uh, decision and joint efforts of Côte d'Ivoire and Ghana go very well, I would say, with this, uh, with this objective of the organization. My understanding was that the ICCO was not involved in these discussions. Was, was that the case? And if so, why was that the case? Well, it's, uh, indeed, we were not involved. We were not in Accra. We were not in the room. Um, the, uh, I understand that the only people invited in the room were the two governments and the major players in the, um, in, from the private sector. Uh, ICCO, as, a, as an organization of governments, um, is not at all involved in any kind of uh, business transaction. We do not buy. We do not sell cocoa. So, I, I, um, as long as this this effort and this decision of of Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana are consistent with the objective of the organisation, I think we are we are pleased to see um, to to see that happening. Um, and and it's I believe it's just the beginning of a process, and uh, I'm sure we will have the opportunity to discuss it at the, our next council meeting in in September. I think you said you told Lamont that that price, um, the, the the minimum price that was set, was not not unrealistic. Is it more or less yeah. in line with what you what you expected? Well, it's it's an understatement. It's, <laughs> I, I, I would say um, I would say it's not at all unrealistic. On the contrary, it's going in the right direction. If I have to say something in addition. To that is that I would have expected more. Uh, I mean, a higher price. I'm sure. I, I, again, I was not in the in the room when they discussed, but I was I was ex- more expecting something around 3,000 than than 2,600. Um, 
And why am I saying that? Um, well, it's because if you look at the historical series, the historical prices of, of, of cocoa, um, you, you will see that for the last 40, if not 50 years, the the prices paid to the I mean the FOB export price um, you has been declining uh, dramatically from uh, from a level of uh, uh, fifteen thousand uh, dollars in in constant dollars uh, in 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 uh, in seventy two to 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 uh, two two point five two thousand five hundred uh, today so two thousand four hundred so. Um, there is nothing uh, uh, wrong by uh, saying that, uh, yes, we need an increase and we, we need something like a more dramatic increase. Um, the, also, if you compare the price with the average income of a farmer, if a farmer produces one ton per year as an average, uh, one ton of cocoa per year, so the, the average income will be 2,500 or let's say 2,400 for 12 years, for 12 months. So it's $200 a, a month, which is well below the poverty line if you consider that the cocoa grower is um, feeding uh, seven or eight people in, in the household. So, um, and the third argument, so you have the first historical argument. The second argument is when you compare with the income. And I would say the third one is that cocoa produced by Côte d'Ivoire in Ghana represents 65 or two-thirds of, of the world cocoa production, and they have a dramatic impact on the, on the world prices. So they are, in a way, um, uh, contributing to making the price. And um, so, 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 so that therefore, I don't see why, uh, and, and I understand, by the way, that, again, I was not in the room, but I understand that some uh, important uh, players from the private sector have immediately accepted this idea of increasing the price, and they have said, well, we should do more together and, and, and go, go in that direction f further, further uh, in, uh, in the coming uh, in the coming months or years and, and, and really work together to, Im to improve the price. To, to what extent though will this pricing protection actually actually support farmers? You mentioned earlier that this could potentially lead to an increase in the in, in, in the farm gate price, but yes, do, yes. Do, do, how realistic do you, do you see that to be? No, no, I, I mean, that's precisely something that we, we are talking, when we mention 2,600, we are talking about the FOB export price, uh, FOB, uh, FOB uh, Abidjan, San Pedro, or Tema, or wherever, or Douala. Um, uh, so, um, as you know, the farmers get about 70% of this price. Um, so if you have an increase of the price, the, the farmers should get, I would say, 70% of the increase. So that is the principle, but it remains to be seen whether the Cocoa Board and the CCC will uh, translate this increase in the for price into an, an increase, an equivalent increase uh, to, the, to the farmers, but that's their decision. I mean, as you say, even if that will lead to an increase um, in the farm gate price, it will be marginal for the incomes of of cocoa farmers. And yeah, yeah, we are talking about ten percent. Huh? Yeah, and speaking to the World Cocoa Farmers Organization, it argues that you know farmers have been left out of these discussions as well, like the like the ICCO, and it argues that farmers should receive that. 
floor price rather than a set farm gate price mm. from, from from the government. I mean, what's your what's your view on that? Well, my, well, I, I have read the statement from the World Cocoa Farmers uh, Organization. Uh, there was a similar statement from the Ivorian um, uh, producers. One uh, one organization. Uh, well, they are doing their, their their job. I think that, generally speaking, indeed, the 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 voice of the of the farmers is not sufficiently heard by by uh, by the governments or even by organizations like ICCO. But um, I, I'm tempted to say, uh, give me the number of the representative of the farmers, hmm? the phone number. I, so uh, it is true that the farmers are not sufficiently well organized, and that's valid not only for cocoa, but for all agricultural commodities. So we desperately need um, a strong, vibrant, democratically chosen uh, representative of, of, of farmers um, and um, that is, of course, linked to the question of, uh, of um, uh, I would say, governance of the agricultural sector, of uh, the cooperative movement. Uh, in too many cases, we have seen representatives of cooperatives that who indeed were not fully mandated to represent their, their members or the farmers. So there is a problem also from their own side. After we initially published this podcast, Sacco Warren of the World Cocoa Farmers Organization got in touch to respond to Michel Arian's comments. Yeah, um, I think personally I am surprised. Um, but um, I also um, think that um, the sector is aware that the World Cocoa Farmers Organization exists um, for almost five years um, in, in, the, in the sector and as farmers um, representative and um, taking also into consideration um, that um, WCFO was invited by the ICCFO, by the ICCO to participate um, at the Berlin World Cocoa Conference, including giving us the position um, as speakers under the name the World Cocoa Farmers Organization. So we also took part um, in drafting the declaration of the Berlin Conference. So um, it, it was um, a surprise to hear that from the ICCO. Does the WCFO have a legitimacy issue? I was looking at some of the reaction on, on social media um, from your press release and some were asking why a farmer organization um, for cocoa is based in the, in the Netherlands. I mean, is it right to be based in a country that, that doesn't produce cocoa? Um, I think we, we respect the, the, the concerns of um, and the people who feel that way. Um, and I also believe that they should understand that um, WCFO is the World Cocoa Farmers Organization, and that has members and the members have as a responsibility to decide where they want to put the headquarters of their organization, just like any other organization. We are a global organization, and the members decided to put the headquarters of the organization in the Netherlands. So I think, um, yeah, we, we fully understand um, some um, concerns of um, um, people, but this is the decision of the, the, the World Cocoa Farmers Organization to do that.
And that's the end of our podcast. We have contacted the Ghana Cocoa Board about farmer inclusion in these discussions and will include its response in the text article accompanying this podcast. For more on following developments in cocoa, coffee, tea and palm sustainability, please do check out Luminar Intelligence Sustainability. We have tools to track industry commitments and data on how sustainable products are communicated online. Thank you for listening. The music credit goes to Blue Dot Sessions. Until next time, goodbye.